Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, September 20th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulcher. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today, we're going to read a familiar passage from the book of Genesis. But before we begin, let's have time for prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, there are so many things around us begging for our attention. Responsibilities and desires and wants. We pray that for just this moment, that we would let all of that go and focus on you and your love and your care. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Our passage today is from the book of Genesis, the 21st chapter, verses 1 through 3, and then we'll skip ahead to the 22nd chapter and read verses 1 through 14. The Lord dealt with Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah as he had promised. Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age at the time of which God had spoken to him. Abraham gave the name Isaac to his son whom Sarah bore him. After these things, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, And Abraham said, Here I am. God said, Take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains that I shall show you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac. He cut the wood for the burnt offering and set out and went to the place in the distance that God had shown him. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place far away. Then Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. The boy and I will go over there. We will worship, and then we will come back to you. Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. So the two of them walked on together. Isaac said to his father, Abraham, Father, and Abraham said, Here I am, my son. Isaac said, The fire and the wood are here, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham said, God himself will provide the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So the two of them walked on together. When they came to the place that God had shown him, Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to kill his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. The angel said, Do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him, for I now know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. 
Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place, the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, on the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Tara, on first read of this scripture, it seems like a horrifying piece of scripture. It is a story about not just child sacrifice, but God commanded child sacrifice. So what are we to make of the story in that regard? First of all, I want to say that um, I have heard this story read before from a, I think it's 15th century Bible called the Douay Reims. And in it, over and over where it says, burnt offering, it uses the word holocaust. Hmm. And so Abraham took his son to be a holocaust. And to ha- let me just tell you, to hear it read that way is even more chilling, if you can imagine that yeah. is possible. So there are a few things about this passage. One is that I don't want to minimize how horrifying this is. Some scholars have said that because child sacrifice was a part of tradition at a certain time, that... or pagan tradition, um, that it wouldn't have been quite as horrifying, and I don't buy it a bit. I think anyone who has given birth to a child and loved it would find this horrifying. But I don't think the sacrifice is what we're supposed to get out of it, and I think that for a couple of reasons. One is that this is a story about Abraham, and God has called Abraham into covenant, And God has asked Abraham to trust him over and over. And sometimes Abraham has done that well, and sometimes he hasn't. Um, He's done it well when he believed God, when God said that he would give him descendants. And we are told that that is reckoned to Abraham as righteousness. He hasn't done it well when they meet Abimelech and he says, oh, Sarah's my sister, you know, because he's afraid that he might be hurt. Um, so, but this is kind of the pen, the, the ultimate passage and it's about provision. It's about Abraham trusting in God, which God has been trying to teach Abraham over and over. And Abraham has struggled to learn because he is human as we all are. Um, and so we are told that from the beginning, Abraham believes God is going to provide a way out of this. And he takes each step forward all the way to drawing the knife. And, and still yet he believes that God will provide and God does. There are two things I want to point out um, before I turn it over to your esteemed feedback. <laughs> <laughs> One is that, you know, we know that this is really about provision because we're told that that's what Abraham names the place. Mm. That is a huge clue in any biblical story to pay attention to what is happening, right? Um, you know, uh, Jacob and the angel wrestle. He calls it Peniel because, you know, this is where I wrestled with God. Um, and so to say at the very end, Abraham na- named that place, the Lord will provide. And it's still called that. Um, that's huge. That really is kind of, blatantly telling you what the purpose of it is. The other thing that I just realized in the last week studying this that I find so interesting is that Abraham tells his servants who stay with the donkey, um, he tells them that the boy and I will go over there, we We will will. worship, and we we will will. come back. Yeah, I I just saw that for the first time and reading that this week. Yeah, we will come back. And so... I do believe that God asks for faithfulness 
I don't know what I believe about, um, I don't know that I believe God demanded this of Abraham, but I will also say that I'm a parent, right? And I know that much as I want to protect my children, letting them out into the world, knowing that all of the hurt and danger that is available feels very much the same. Mm -hmm. And that I hope I would hand my children over to God over and over again, knowing that the Lord will provide. Hmm. But what do you think when you read this? Yeah, I think you're exactly right that the purpose of this story is that not is not that God is a blood thirsty God that needs the blood of children in order to know uh, that, that someone loves them. Um, but instead that it's exactly what you said, where it's, it's a story of Abraham and, and trusting God's provision and reading through this story, you know, Abraham essentially goes on a hero's journey or a hero's descent. Right. Uh, and everything that Abraham does is Abraham has a call and he's heading in that direction. And as the hero responds to the call, or as we respond to the call in, in his life, I'm struck by all the things that happen in this that are so uh, monotonous in life. He splits the wood. He packs the donkey. He goes on a walk. That all of those things are part of our response to whatever God's call is in our life. And Abraham responds to each one of them with faithfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, and... And in the end, you know, we, we have this, you know, one of the most climactic scenes in, in all of Scripture, uh, the basis for, you know, the Jewish faith and, and basis for much of our faith as well. Uh, and, and we see that in the end, God provides in that moment. But it's, it is, I mean, I, as, you, as you eloquently did, we don't want to just like gloss over of, you know, it's, it is it is disturbing in some ways, and maybe that is part of the point of if we we get to know God and we understand and we think we understand the mind of God and we don't understand no. the mind of God. And I yes, and you know it's funny. My favorite one of my favorite professors used to say always over and over: Genesis is not the story of how; it is the story of who. Mm-hmm. It's not the story of how Abraham came to have. You know, it's not about how it happened in that it's Isaac and he thought he needed to be sacrificed. It's a story of who? Of a God who provides and protects what is easily the most important thing in Abraham's life. Mm -hmm. This key to all of these descendants, this key to him being a great father to nations, God provides. And so for me in this story, the sacrifice feels like the how you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. how he came to be tested and then to have um, had his belief and faith in God um, built up. And I, before I had children, I can remember reading this story and just loving the faithfulness of Abraham. And then I remember um, my oldest daughter, I can remember being up late at night and I would nurse her. And so I'd be in the house and be completely quiet in the rocking chair and I would read my Bible. And I read this story and I just imagined like, you know how kids are like four or five and they talk all the time and like walking up the hill and Isaac's like, Hey dad, we've got everything for the sacrifice, but like, where's the lamb? And, and I just, I thought I was going to vomit. Yeah. It just made me so sick. Um, because I was so wrapped up in all those emotions of a new mother. Mm-hmm. But now I know And I think this is where scholarship really helps, right? Now I know 
and this happens a lot in the Bible, that I was thinking really about the wrong things. And the story is really about God's provision. And all Abraham did is say, here I am. And we will talk more about that answered call on Friday. But with that, I would like to close by giving you a quote from Dallas Willard, who said, The cautious faith that never saws off a limb on which it is sitting never learns that unattached limbs may find strange, unaccountable ways of not falling. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for being with us today. We'll be back on Wednesday to discuss the Gospel of John. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.